Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Department Podcast, a special little wrestling recap version where all three of us here are going to break down, review, and give our honest takes on Survivor Series 2020. I'm Stephen Clark with Justin Valentovic and Jesse Norman. But before we get into this pay-per-view that was not good, to say the least, um, fellas, how you doing today? I'm pretty good. Uh, pretty first good. day back at work, you know. A little windy today, a little bit, you know, I was tired. Mondays always suck, yeah. but uh, we're here to talk about a pay-per-view. That wasn't that great. So Monday will suck even just a little bit more, Must be but Monday. Uh, I'm ready to get into it. Yeah. Norms, you good? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm chilling. Um, but yeah, little teaser. All three of us were not a fan of this pay-per-view. It did not live up to the expectations at all. Like when we were reading the card, like predicting and stuff, we were like, okay, it could be decent or something, but it, nothing, literally nothing from this card. Um, yeah, it had potential, and it didn't live up to said potential. Yeah. So, it was a dud, honestly, and just because, you know, nothing really changed hands, obviously, because of how the show was constructed. No storylines were progressed. You know, the fiend, which we expected, he had two opportunities to pop out, he didn't, and it's just nothing came out of this pay-per-view that's it was worth doing honestly yeah exactly word for word i couldn't have said it any better myself but let's start on the main card we don't care about the kickoff miz won the battle royal there who cares nothing to break down there um why why did miz also need to win the battle royal when he already is money in the bank uh he's the face he's the face (laughs) of usa that's why why. he's the face of usa Miz and misses. That's better than this pay-per-view. Um, all right, let's start whew, with the first match. Uh, weird way to start the show. I never really, like the last couple years at least, uh, men's five-on-five five never really opened the show. But this is how they started it this year, because I guess the under, whole Undertaker final farewell nonsense. So the five-on-five five match, Team Raw won by a clean sweep. And it, it just kind of, buried smackdown in a way like i know we could talk about rounds a little bit and how he kind of gave himself up i didn't understand that i don't know if you guys that as well didn't understand it but even at that point it's still four on five you can you should be able to get an elimination just one just one like one sheamus 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 didn't get eliminated come on as soon as once it went down to just jay uso I thought for sure. I was like, okay, he'll probably knock out one of them and he'll probably get a count out on another. Like he'll make a little bit of a run. Nope. He'll make it interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His Nothing. little bit of a run was like was like three super kicks and then, and then that was it. it. It just made SmackDown look stupid in a way. Like it was just like stu- stupid writing. Like even when like Owens got eliminated, he hit three stunners on all people who weren't legal in the ring and then all of a sudden, he gets like a phenomenal form to the face or something, and he's out. Like, and the problem and he's is, done. Too, he's out. Like, he's... they built it to where Team Raw was meant to implode and be a catastrophic failure. Yeah. And by no one getting eliminated, it's like, what's the point then? Because, like, they even had Riddle come out, you know, and interrupt AJ's like music and entrance at that point. So it's like, oh, it's already starting. So this is going to be yeah. the downfall of it. And you would have thought, you know, maybe bickering would have cost maybe aj to get eliminated and then they could have went off and done something else you know after this but just nothing happened and they have no options after that 
literally no count out eliminations either nothing graves was saying on commentary like putting aj over as being the captain but that was the only thing that i got from then braun was yelling at everybody to work together after and this made no sense by the way braun tagged in jumped down off the apron did his runaround thing got back in the ring and tagged out why did he tag in? He, he didn't have to tag in exactly. Nope. He didn't have to tag in to jump down off the apron. Not good. Did not, not do a move in the ring. No. Um, the best part what? about all of this, which I'm glad there's a takeaway from the, this, is that Keith Lee got a new theme song. And it's back to his That's the voice. highlight of the whole show. If we're being honest, other than the Undertaker, like no, Randy, no, we, we can't, Drew, we, we'll talk Drew about Roman, Roman and Drew. Oh, Drew, yeah, I'm kidding, but yeah, but it was it's the highlight it's, of. It's the second most highlight. Honestly, couldn't agree more. Yeah, because yeah, his theme song true. is really, really good now. It's very similar to his original one. It says Keith Lee a lot. That's his name. No, I know, but it just says Keith Lee a lot. He wants people to remember his name. That's good. Ugh, but th- this match was just, it did nothing for like, me. Like, I was talking about on the predictions one, too, like how we have those face-offs that we're excited to see. Like when it was Rude and Triple H or it's like AJ and like Cena or something. I don't know if that was a face-off. Like something like, or Kurt Angle and Cena it was again or something. But like the big face-off that was the big draw was like Otis and Keith Lee. And I'm just like, Two I don't want to see this. Yeah, that's beefy boys, all right. But it's not the star power there for me. It's just it was just a weak match, and it it didn't click. Well, and there were and there were stars on Raw, and there were some on SmackDown. Yeah, mainly Seth. And then they did the whole Seth. That... It makes no. It makes no sense. It wasn't good. It makes no. It sense. wasn't good. The the whole the Seth character. Like I'm sorry, they've taken the Seth character that was interesting and cool, and they've just made it dumb now. Yeah, it's not did, good. Just, it, everything he everything he does doesn't make sense anymore. Whenever he goes on vacation and like, just like goes away, just let him come back as you know Beast Slayer, King Slayer, whatever Slayer you want to put him in, and just let's just move on from the Monday Night Messiah or Friday Night Messiah Slayer. at this point. Let's just move on from there. The Monday Night Messiah was good, but then the only person he ever feuded with with the gimmick was Rey Mysterio. And Dominic. They made, they missed a huge, huge opportunity when they never did the Monday Night Messiah versus McIntyre or versus Orton or anything. They just stuck him with Rey the whole time. The whole gimmick was just Rey. Yeah, yeah. It, this was it, a bad match. I'm tired of talking about. I was it. about to say the exact same thing. Let's move Can on. Move on. Yeah, go to a little something on a lighter note, which was pretty good. Um, my prediction for match of the night, which it could be in some people's eyes, but it was still a good overall match. The Street Profits defeated the New Day, who came out in their Gears of War attires. So that was cool. It was a good match. It's what I expected. Two of the top tag teams in the whole in the world, honestly. Um. It was fun. I'm glad the Profits got the win, too, because the New Day's been around for six years now, and it's nice to see this new young tag team beat one of the best tag teams that's ever been in WWE. So I'm happy that the Profits won. I disagree. I think the New Day should have won because all of the points that the Street Profits kept saying of they were a three-man team, you can't get it done without Big E. You were a three-man team. You were a three-man team. 
And then the New Day lost their first match that they were to three. So it kind of proves kind of. the point that they need Big E. So, good. Well, Put them back over to yeah, Raw. Then. Well, yeah. I kind of, I kind of like, like, I would have yeah. liked for the New Day to win, but also like, I didn't like the way these teams worked together just because their offenses are similar. So what they did was they made New Day switch their offense because they wanted to get the street profits over. Yeah, so the New Day, very Kofi, Kofi, they were just beating them down. Like when is Kofi ever just been like doing like arm drags and just beating down people? Like come, like it doesn't make sense. Xavier and Kofi were the smaller team, but they were yeah. doing like the beat down stuff. I, I didn't, I didn't like the chemistry of this match because mm-hmm. instead of them letting just both teams do what they normally do, they were, they definitely were like street profits have to win street profits have to go over build to the street profits comeback. And like new day is not a heel tag team. They don't, not like anymore. when Corey Graves no. is backing them in the match, you know it's like, oh, they're clearly working heel tonight. Yeah, and Corey's on SmackDown too, so that makes no sense whatsoever for him to back exactly. The New day. And yeah. Corey was like, Corey was literally like, "This is the best I've seen the New Day in so long," or "This is the most aggressive I've seen them," and they look fantastic. Like, like, yeah, this whole show was a little confused. Of- <laughs> What it was very do. confusing because yeah. th- there was no build. The thing nope. is, there was no build for none of these show. matches. Neither team had any interaction. There was no point other than the like WWE official saying you two are fighting each other. There was <laughs> nothing like to get behind. There was there was only the Big E stuff that sh- and the Street Profits and the did. one show we got it was Big like, E telling them like you're gonna lose. Like yeah. the only thing that connected these two teams is that they swapped belts. Yeah, that was it. And yes. the, the only match yes. that had the most build, like between brand to brand, was the best match on the show, which makes sense because yep. when you build to a match and there's stories involved in it, and you're behind the characters of these people, it's a good match. And especially when it's two of the top talents in the company right now. But we'll get to that later in the show. Profits defeat New Day. Sum that one up. Whatever. Another whatever. A big whatever. Lastly. Oh yeah, this wasn't. This wasn't. This was good. stupid. This, this was my be... low point of the night, right here. This was the worst. Mm, there might have been it, a worse match. No, th- there this, might have been a worse ending to a match, though. I, a genius ending to a match. You're, you're thinking about, but this was bad. They brought up the Sami Zayn had vertigo again, which was like two years ago, and uh, I, I. It was just to, stupid. It really yeah. was. Like the match. Like First match I've seen after like the Colts beat the Packers, and I'm just like emotionally drained. Like, yeah, I'm just like I don't care about this. Can but it's like, like my... and even if the Colts, you know, didn't have an overtime thriller of a victory that did get that got my heart pumping a little bit. It's just the matchup just isn't appealing, and it's like no. any common sense human being knows Zane doesn't have a chance in hell in winning at all. So it's like, why is this even on, and why is it going five minutes longer than it should when it should have just been, you know. Bobby Lashley gets him in the Lashley lock, whatever the hurt lock or whatever, and call it a day, and that's it. But Ricochet should have won. Time. Ricochet should have beat Lashley for the title or something on Raw. Match. Ricochet, Sami Zayn. What's up? Yeah. They don't care about Ricochet. <laughs> and, they, and they put themselves into the same. He's like, on say, and they put themselves in the same scenario as like, you know, Drew Roman, where it's like they're trying to build Roman as a monster heel, like they're trying to build Bobby Lashley as like a monster mid card champion. So it's like, why are you gonna have him lose to scrawny little Sami Zayn? Makes no sense. It, yeah, just... it went too long. That too. It was 
I feel like every match it went too long. long. It every segment it even, wasn't good. Even the Undertaker yeah. segment, I love Undertaker, every, but even the, that went too long. That was like forty five minutes. It was too um, long. And too every short match went long time. except for yeah, except was, for the men's elimination match, which was a waste of time and would have just benefited from going like 10 more minutes and, you know, having a little bit different of a, of a you know, ending. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But we're flying through this. Thank God. Lashley won. Um, beat Sammy saying, cool, whatever. On to the next one. Sasha Banks defeats Asuka. We've seen this match all summer long. It, they're two great talents, but mm-hmm. it just, it, it's just, we've seen it before time and time again. And it's, it was fine. It was it, fine. No, it was a yeah. good match. Like, this is it one of the fine. appealing matches. Like, okay, this is going to be a good match. Fine. And we got a good match. Cool. We got what we expected. Banks won, which I'm very happy about. I didn't expect it, but yeah, Banks won. I, I crapped the bet in the prediction. You guys did pretty decent, I think. I think I, went, I, undefe- I think I went undefeated. If I'm being honest, Raw, yes. Profits, I think yes. I might Lashley, have also. Yes. Yeah, because I picked like the yes. complete opposite. Oh, wait, no, I think I said New Day. Yeah, you said New Day. Did you take Oscar or Banks? I think I took Banks. I took Banks. I took yeah, the you raw, two took Banks. I took the raw team. Yeah, I went yeah. perfect. Boy, watch Just... I do that. Why can't I do that on the NFL podcast? Oh, why can't you do that on FanDuel or something too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Be a rich man right now. But anyways, Banks defeats Oscar. Like you guys said, good match. We've seen this all summer. Sasha's fantastic. Oscar's fantastic. And Sasha also Corey cool. Graves crapped on Sasha the whole match. As Even usual, he was SmackDown. They, uh, that's an, oh, we didn't even talk about that yet. Cause we talked about this right before we started. They did not keep track of SmackDown versus Raw the entire night. Like last year, there was the NXT Raw SmackDown scoreboard. Like, oh, yeah. NXT won here, blah, blah, blah. But it's like usual. Like, but it makes sense year, to keep tally. Yeah. But this year, no, there wasn't. They didn't, this year, they didn't care. Because, because SmackDown won, technically. Because SmackDown yeah. won. Yeah, probably. Even though they that should be their main priority to have SmackDown win and showcase SmackDown winning because it is on Fox. Also make but... Fox happy and they can give him more Fox money. But that's here nor there. But it's just like... Yeah. Why bother? Like, the, the whole thing is like, this was such a... this Honestly, it feels like EA like produces pay-per-view where it was just oh. so stripped down and just like, you know what you're getting, you got it, and you're just disappointed. Like every year, yeah. you know, for Madden, it's like you look forward to a game, like, oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It has potential. And but, then you open the game two weeks later, it's crap. That's what happened with this pay per view. It's just it the was same boring. game. Yeah. The same thing. And it's like everything you thought, all the features you like, and the little cool details here and there that are yeah, awesome are gone. Gone. Like, that's what like happened. Breaking out of the huddle. Gone. Oh, <laughs> uh, keeping the score. Gone. But um, wow. It, it's whatever but let, let's let's keep we're chugging through let's keep moving on this might be our shortest podcast ever at this that's point. fine because this pay-per-view doesn't deserve no, a long podcast i'm being honest i have no interest in this that's why it, it, it doesn't deserve a long podcast there's not much to harp upon like we could praise the good stuff and of course like we'll get uh, to the, criticize but we, the but bad the stuff thing, but we haven't gotten to the good stuff yet is the problem we haven't and we're not there yet Again, because it's the Raw women, Raw versus SmackDown women's elimination match, and Raw won. Um, the I'll just get right to it, right to the point of what happened. Lana was the sole survivor because of a double countout between Nia Jax and Bianca Belair. Lana was forced to stand on the steps, which I thought was on. Nia was bullied to be the sole survivor. 
is basically the story of this match. Yeah. Yeah, Lana was. Yeah, Lana was. Oh, they said Nia. Uh, No, Lana. um, Yeah, Lana. Yeah, she was bullied, basically. I, I, like I said, I've called this for months now. I like, I've seen this coming just because of how they treated Lana the last two months or so by putting her through a table every single, um, yeah, week, you knew, but... you knew, well, they even counted it. It was like nine times she got put through a table. So it's like, okay, she's obviously going to win to some capacity. How? Don't know, but she's going to be the sole survivor and, she and she's going to do, do nothing thing. to get it. Good for her. No, she honestly, yeah, it's great for thing. her. It's on her resume um, and it's fantastic. Yeah. Because quite frankly, no one's gonna go back and rewatch this pay per view. So at that point, when you see Lana Soul Survivor, like, oh, that's awesome. I think that was cool booking, just because it kind of showed that the bully doesn't win in one situation, which was cool. Um, I don't like this booking because the story continues. Wasn't Naya Naya was Naya was bullied by Alexa? So why yeah. is she? Naya bullying? also beat bullying. That's what. That's the thing. I- I, I don't know, but that's the one good takeaway from this is that bullies don't win in a way. So good for that. If you have a bully, uh, stand on the steps still kind of did win, but Naya yeah, still kind of won. Sort of. So if you're a bully, you win no matter what. There you, you go. Win no matter what. Thanks, Bruce Pritchard. Um, um, another thing didn't make any sense um, when Lana tagged in and did her, you know, two, three moves that she did. And yes. then everybody was yelling at her to get out. Yeah. She stuck out her hand to get tagged in and nobody nobody wanted to tag in, but they all wanted her to get out. So they want her to count herself that out. That doesn't make any sense. Wanted, that's that just doesn't on the make fe- any sense. That's on the females at that point. They, they were just yeah, they, the every, trance, I guess. Well, that's the thing. Story um, this pay-per-view. No one knew really what was going on. No, no one knew what was going on. It was all focused on The Undertaker, um, basically. I still think this was a huge missed opportunity where you had Bianca Belair. She is quite literally the only prospect you have right now. Literally the only one. Um, Since, since Bailey or not Bailey, since Becky and Charlotte have left, the only female that, that they've built up is Asuka, Sasha, Bailey. Two out of those three are the other two of the four horsewomen. Why would you not, build somebody in this woman's match that's my problem with the lana win is yes bianca is protected but she doesn't gain anything from this they have literally had a division without charlotte without becky lynch for months and they have not made a single new star not one yeah i was gonna bring up that point too that I would have loved her to be the sole survivor too, but she is protected. That's the one good takeaway from this is that she didn't get pinned. She didn't tap out. There were numerous times where she could have tapped out with Shayna Baszler's lock and she stood up and yes. had Shayna on her back. Yes. So they did protect her, which is good. But I also being a fan and not trying I to read that's... it, I would have liked her to be the sole survivor personally. Yes. But I, from the, the business standpoint, not business, but like the stupid writing standpoint, I figured that it was going to be Lana. But yeah, yeah I, um, it's, it's, it's stupid. I, it, it's from a fan standpoint, it's stupid, but good for Lana, I guess. Um, I know there's a new documentary about Lana that's coming out too. And she talks about how she's bullied online and stuff and everything. People telling her to quit and kill herself and all that stuff. So I don't know. Make her make her feel good. Good for her to get the win. But another cool point in the match was Peyton Royce eliminated Bailey. I thought that was fun. They're not going to do anything with yep. this. 
Nope, not, 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 not a thing. Nope. Well, I wish they would. Bailey was the first one eliminated too, wasn't she? Yeah, but I'm. I see that doesn't hurt Bailey though. If anything, that helps. Oh no, no, that's Bailey. fine. That's, yeah, yeah. I thought that was just. Cool. I hope they do something again. like this. But will they? No. Would hope. But it's gonna go right in the back mirror for all the writers again. They're gonna forget about Paige. Correct. She'll be sitting in catering. But um, and also like we brought this up on another podcast too. If Billy Kay was on Team SmackDown, hundred like, percent more entertaining of a match. Yeah, just because you have like the Iconics going against each other and all that, but. Why didn't you have Why didn't you have her and instead of Natalia? Natalia didn't do anything. Natalia didn't. No, nope. that would have been. Well, Natalia. Good. Okay, Natalia made Peyton Royce tap out, didn't she? Ooh. <laughs> why didn't you give that to somebody else? Like Natalia. Like could Bianca could have done that. Uh, Liv Morgan, Ruby. Anyone. Th- any of the other ones. Literally any of the other ones. <sighs> wow. Wow. <laughs> All right, we're at the last match. Oh, There's baby. Two, two more things to talk about, though. This and then the geezer fest at the end of the show. I'm surprised all of them aren't asleep, but let's get to the last match, which is Roman Reigns defeating Drew McIntyre. And we were talking during this match, a lot of us in the group chat, and the match did start off slow. And I kind of expected this just because the two guys are very similar build and similar styles, and they kind of wrestle very like the same pace in the match, too. But man, did this this match picked up? It picked up a lot towards the last like quarter of the match at least. It they went all out these two and and they kind of saved the show from being absolutely like bad. Like they at least had a high point in the show, which was this match. And it's Roman Reigns. What, what do you say? We said this week in week out, Roman Reigns is the guy. He's the man. What do you guys think about this? Uh, yeah, same Sorry, thing. Uh, started slow, start like started real slow for the first like five minutes, but it it got really good at the end. Um, yeah, I like the whole the Jey Uso thing. I like how Roman like the whole time he's kind of scared and it's like, is Roman gonna beat the crap out of me? Yeah. Um. So that was good. Um. That was I think both that- Drew and Roman looked really good here. Yeah, yeah, no, they looked yeah. great. And I was hinted at earlier in the night, too, because Jey Uso couldn't get the job done for SmackDown, which is impossible to overcome. One five. on five. And Roman was just like, you know, like almost like ready to go beat away. The hell out of him. Yeah, literally, like, go away and beat the hell out of him, basically. But um, no, it was great. Thank right God, level. though, the match picked up, because if it didn't, this whole show would have been a train wreck then. Exactly. And it, yeah, it also this was the one. This was the one match that the saved match it. of the night by far. Um, it, it protected Drew too. Drew didn't tap out or get pinned. He passed out. You can't help passing out. Um, so it protected Drew, made Roman look fantastic. I, I expected to see more Samoans on the top of the stage when he won, but no, no Rikishi, no one else. Rikishi was yeah, there. Yeah, Rikishi was there. They were saving him. They were saving him. They were saving him. Oh, they were saving him. All right. Um, but. That was cool. Roman won. We like Roman. Cool. And no, and other than Uso, no fiend in sight at all. No, no were... fiend in sight for the second or third pay per view in a row. See, I'm I'm okay with that still, just because he doesn't. But need... my thing is, the time each pay per view goes by, it's like, are they ever going to do anything with him then? At that the, point, the Hell in a Cell quite literally used his laugh. Yeah, as for the, the background for Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And then he wasn't there. 
I, I don't, wouldn't mind him not being on every show or being on every pay-per-view. Yes. But now it's, it's not like – it's not like that they couldn't use him. There were multiple times they could have used him. There were multiple things they could have done. It's just like they're they're not. They're just not using him. Yeah. I I think a fiend appearance helps this show a lot. Even if it's just he comes out at the end and lays waste to all of Team Raw. Whatever. Do something. Something. He could no, do Alexa something. Either. Alexa could have popped no, up Alexa- too. There's no, nothing. If you nothing. Have, Fiend, have Fiend wipe out the rest of Team Raw or whatever, then have Alexa just beat the crap out of Lana at the end there. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, do that. Like, at least have them on the pay-per-view. They don't need to have a match or whatever. But, like, yeah. why, like why are they only a Monday Night Raw thing now? Especially Literally. when they're, they're one of the best things on TV. When, like, I'm pe- I want... I want my money to see them. Like I'm paying $9.99 a month to get the pay-per-view. I want the best things in WWE on that pay-per-view. Yeah. 100% agree. And I would um, and it would surprise me if he's not on the next pay-per-view because it's TLC. And I don't feel like he would be he's not in a tables match. There's no, no feud he, right now for him too. He's just there's a no event pitcher. Exactly. He, there's like no exactly. Feud. Yeah. Oh god, know. are they gonna do Drew Randy TLC? Probably. 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 They're probably like I said, they're gonna do Lana versus Nia in an announce table match. Get ready for that one. Gotta put your opponent through the announce table to win. Um oh, boy. It's gonna happen, and we're gonna be talking about it in about a month or so. So be oh. prepared. Oh, are we? Uh-huh. Yep. So, all right, let's get to the final farewell that was too long and too short at the exact same time. Let's get to the part that was too long. And that was announcing all these old legends entrances. Oh, yes. All the old geezers coming back. Like, yeah, I'm going to have the list right now. Shane McMahon, Big Show, JBL, Jeff Hardy, Mick Foley, The Godfather, The Godwin, Savio Vega, Rikishi, Kevin Nash, McFlair, Booker T, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and Kane. The only important ones Ugh. that needed an entrance. Everyone could have popped out in the ring and still could have been there already. Yes. The only ones that needed an entrance, Flair, Michaels, Kane, and Triple H. Perfect. Literally perfect. I that would have given been- Hardy one as well because Hardy's paint looked awesome. It did look pretty cool with the taker T on it and all that. It looked so. pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. But this- um, well, but like the thing the, the thing that made me so mad about this yes. was like some of the guys made sense. Like Jeff Hardy came down and they were like, Hardy had that match in 2002 that pretty much established him as a single star. And yes. I was like, yeah, I remember that. Cool. Yes. And then the Godwins came out and it was like, just for being one, his friends backstage. One Why? of the Godwins was and, and then, yes. And then, yes. But then people, they literally said on commentary, like, ah, oh, these guys are great friends of Taker. They're good friends of Taker. And that's it. And I'm like, why do I care? I'll tell you why. Right now. Undertaker Rikishi, probably they were like he, great friend. Undertaker probably picked the people for being honest. <laughs> Think so? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Like Booker T. Maybe. 
I don't see them getting along under Taker and Booker. I, I definitely don't think Taker liked Hardy. No way. Hardy did way too many times. <laughs> yeah. There's no and just way. The funniest thing of all this was Kane showing up in his wrestling gear. Like, he thought it was a match oh, or something. Yes. Like, he could have been in jeans, a collared shirt, and a mask, and it would have been fine. If Kane was in a suit with a mask, Not that would be a perfect Kane. action figure. A what? That would have been hilarious. A what, Justin? What'd you say? If it was oh, Kane in a suit, nice. but with a mask, <laughs> it would be a... It'd be the perfect action figure. Yeah. Corporate mask. I'd buy it. Corporate mask. Um, but all those guys came out. They showed a little video package for Undertaker. Then um, Clayton Metallica's the uh, his entrance. Yeah, it. Metallica. So I guess they bought the rights to that one. So, you know, in 10 years down the line, we go back and watch the um, the Boneyard match. They won't scrap it for, you know, Good. music they own the rights to, like they do for Good. every other pay-per-view when they don't lose the music rights. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, because that happens with a lot of them. I think a lot of the Limp Biscuit songs and all that too. Every WCW team ever, literally all of them. Um, but then they show the Undertaker video package. Then Vince McMahon's in the ring, and basically here, here's the Undertaker, and then Undertaker comes out, and they played like his theme on the little electrical thingy thingies, and it was kind of hurt my ears a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it was a little loud. I didn't like it. Um, Here's my thing, though. It's like when they showed the Undertaker package, where did all of his friends go? They all just <laughs> failed. COVID. You can't be. Uh, I mean, they were all in the ring together. But but it's like they weren't even at ringside, like looking at him. It's they like, dipped. Where did they go? That's the worst. Literally, part about what, was, this, what was the point of having them out? They didn't say anything. The point killer. of having them come out if they were just going to evacuate the ring for Taker to come down? Yeah. They should have had Taker come down and then them on the ramp then at that point. On the ramp, surrounding, the, surrounding ring. the ring. In the Thunderdome, Anything. like in the front row there. Like front row, outside the barricade. But anyways, Taker comes out in full character. I didn't know I what he would come out as. It makes sense for him, though, to go out in character. Yeah, it does. And then he cut a prom. Uh, they had a cool thing when he was well, at the post. I, he got lifted, which was kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. A little lift for I him. think I think it's also he's retiring The Undertaker because they're still gonna push Mark Calloway stuff. I think that that's like what he's still do. he's still gonna go he's still gonna go on podcasts. He's still gonna do he might do WWE roundtable things like table oh, for three. Oh, that would actually stuff be really like good. He just did hot wings, so I yes. wouldn't doubt it. Or hot ones, whatever. Exactly. Table I know they would be interesting. They're they're retiring the Undertaker, but they're they're still pushing that money. So does that honestly give me an uh, annual boneyard match at WrestleMania every year? I, I'm <laughs> no, they're I'll, not doing that. I'll, I'll get a new poster like that in the back every single year. I don't care. Um, but Undertaker yep. comes to the ring, cuts an Undertaker promo. I thought I would get emotional during it. I didn't because he's my favorite wrestler of all time. Mm-hmm. The Paul Bearer was, hologram was nice. That was awesome. Yes, that was towards the end. Mm-hmm. The Paul Bearer hologram was really cool. Um, but I was more. How the hell do they not have Brother Love come out though? For because he was his first manager. Richard, yeah, I know Brother Love. Like how did, how was he not man. in the ring? Uh, there's a bunch of guys. Maybe they couldn't. Oh, yeah, could have been there. Obviously, Brother Love because he works backstage. But um, he works yeah, backstage. Yeah, he just... literally just could have came out. But I don't know. Um, I got more emotional when the streak broke and when he lost to Roman. Well, because you were there for the streak. I'm wearing a shirt right now. Yeah. yeah. I was there for the street. And when he lost to Roman, too, because I honestly thought that was it. I was more emotional then. God, than this his was, actual final this, farewell. This had a lot of parallels now. to the Roman goodbye, too. It's like because I had to wake up early as hell because I had an yes. 8 a.m. class after that mania. And I had to wake up at 5 a.m. for work this morning because after this show. So it's like, God, I love you, Undertaker, but please speed things along. 
Yeah, it kept you up. Um, Again, Roman Roman was supposed to be the final thing, but he even said in the documentary he was not happy with that match. And yeah, also no, Saudi Arabia money. Honestly, I blood money. I don't, I don't blame him. He's not the he's not the company. He's not the one who's booking the matches and all that stuff. He's just their uh, I guess he sure. Can book himself. He's just cashing those blood money checks. He's cashing them all right, and he's buying a new horse or a new donkey every single time on his ranch. But uh, it was fine. It did its job. It was nice. It, the, We're gonna the, see the a Undertaker's lot. speech was too short, and the entrance yeah. Yeah. Were too long. I wish was, after he retired, the yeah. Undertaker. Character, the Undertaker he did say something. Was also yeah, yeah. And I, I just felt know. like it another was, Undertaker promo good, from like but... 2007 or something. Yeah, it didn't feel like any nope. finale or this anything was, This like definitely that. isn't the end, though. I don't think it's the end. It, 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 it's the end of him. He's not going to wrestle again. I think it's he's the end of him being done wrestling. What I think it's going to be is him. It's the end of him being in the Undertaker character on TV. He might pop in, you know, on Raw and SmackDown, you know, two or three years from now. General Manager Mark. But not as the Undertaker. They'll refer to him as Undertaker. They might just not... start calling him like the American badass or something. Yeah. If you're gonna take like Adam Pierce or that's... something and be like the backstage oh, guy. We don't wow. have GMs anymore. Yeah, you're right. They should. Star WWE. Wow. That was Survivor Series. And we do this at the end of every pay-per-view. I'll start. Um, we do a rating out of ten. Um, this is this is the worst pay per view of the COVID era for sure. That's what I was um, thinking this yeah. morning. Like since we started this whole the worst one shebang, because mm-hmm. we started our first wrestling review was um Extreme Rules. So it's like we've made some ground, and it's just this is yeah. the worst. Yeah. Um, the pay per views mm-hmm. have been good from in between before Survivor Series and then pay per views have been all right, but this one didn't hit. I'm gonna give it a four out of ten. Yeah. I'm in the three yeah, and a half to four range. Like it was just that's just mediocre to I average. I got the Undertaker, which gave it a point, and Roman and Drew gave it a couple points. Ooh, too. A point. That's what I'm saying. Roman Drew gave me two points. Undertaker's one point three out of ten. I'm yeah, getting... and then, I'll, then I'll do the half a point for Sasha and Asuka, mm-hmm. and then another half a point for the Metallica song. There you go. That's how I got my four. Um, yeah, not good. Not good at all. So four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So ten, a ten out of thirty, basically. You guys nice. both agree. Yeah. Ten out of thirty overall. Our worst grading by far. I um, I would never go back and watch any of this no. again. Except I was thinking for about that. possibly the Roman Drew. I was thinking about. That I would maybe I watch like, that again. I, this yeah, has no rewatchability. I, yeah, I mm-hmm. I love going back and watching old five on five Survivor Series matches. So I was thinking about that too. Like I would not go out of my way just to watch this at all. This nope. is a hard pass this, for the, me. Especially these, the five on five matches were <sighs> probably my the worst too. matches even, of the night. Even if they I went back and watched of the night, even if I went back and watched with a few adult beverages in me, I would not enjoy this still. Nope. Nope. Would I? And that nope. does it for this episode of the department podcast. Um, we reviewed Survivor Series. We gave our honest thoughts. Not everything's going to be all sunshine and butterflies and stuff. It, 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 when it's bad, we tell the truth when it's bad. We don't sugarcoat anything here, but that does it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. If you have different opinions than us, please let us know. Comment on, on YouTube and all that stuff and like and subscribe on there as well. Might as well if you're already commenting something, like and subscribe, but also subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure you guys 
Follow our social medias on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at department underscore pod. We have an NFL recap of week 11. Yep, 11. This is 11. This is week 11, so that's coming up really, really soon. We'll probably be um, back for picks. Yep, we'll do picks this week. We took a week off from picks, but week 12 picks will be coming out and probably it's another wrestling recap. So stay tuned to all that fun stuff, and we'll see you next.